Welcome to the Garrett Cast. On this episode, I'm going to tell you about one of the cool conversations I had at the 10x Marketing Execution Workshop at Grant Cardone Headquarters. Uh, and the specific question that I got was, how do you name your characters? Well, pull up a chair. So I'm at the Grant Cardone Marketing Workshop, and we were given the task of taking, essentially, we, we were given an exercise where basically the idea was describe your ideal customer. And what was really interesting about this challenge is they, they said literally, like, create a character. Uh, how old is your customer? Um, what are their interests? What uh, are they college educated? You know, do what do they do for fun? Like literally create this character and give this character a name. And this is going to be your ideal customer for your product. And the goal of this is you're literally forming an image in your mind of the person who is going to that you're going to be marketing to so that you can speak directly to them. In my case, it was, you know, who is my ideal reader for Blood and Oak? Who is my ideal reader for Galaxyborn? It's a really fantastic challenge. My neighbor, who is uh, working with me, uh, working next to me, I should say, um, she was kind of working through her character, and we had been talking throughout the conference about, you know, just my writing and, you know, what my books are about and stuff. So she says, hey, could I ask you a silly question? And I said... Sure, I love silly questions. Uh, and she said, uh, how do you name your characters? I was like, that's a good one. Because basically she was trying to name her character, you know, her ideal customer and, you know, wasn't wasn't really sure how to go about it. And it's, it's funny the things I sort of take for granted, but it is a question I get a lot. Like, how do you come up with your characters' names? And... It is definitely a process that's evolved. I mean, when I was writing as a teenager or a kid, it was usually something like, uh, I would just names that were in my consciousness. Actually, actually, I do remember this. A long time ago, I was probably like maybe 13 or 14, I would say, when I was really getting interested in the idea of writing a novel. And I, I had this idea for a pirate novel. It's not what you think. It was totally different. It was more like a Pirates of the Caribbean type uh, pirate novel. Like, And the main characters were actually pirates, not warrior sailors. And that was one of the challenges I had was like, how do you name your characters? And uh, of course, this is before, you know, the internet being ubiquitous. This is in the, the late 90s. So at this point, the internet is pretty much inaccessible to me and to most people. So you can't just do searches for baby names and stuff. So I'm in like the checkout counter at, the, at a store with my mom and I see there's this little catalog that says baby names on the rack. It's one of those little upsells when you're going through the checkout stand. And I remember buying that book, in fact, I think I made my mom buy it because I was too embarrassed to buy it because I'm like, why does a why does a 14-year-old boy need a book of baby names? <laughs> yeah, I guess you could draw some odd conclusions about that. Like, oh, well, I see that we made a little mistake uh, with our girlfriend, right? Like, oh, that's funny. I don't, I don't have a girlfriend. Anyway, uh, 
that isn't that an odd thing? Like I was like super afraid to buy a book of baby names because of how weird it must look. Cause it was the only thing I was buying. So, you know, you'd think I was buying something really embarrassing like condoms or something, but no. So I got this book and I wore that thing out. I basically went through that book was with me all the time when I was writing and I would go through it and I would just look for names that fit my characters. And in retrospect, I probably named my characters some weird things given the place and time and history they live. But that's uh, that's old history. My my approach has really evolved. So my answer to my neighbor, you know, how do you name your characters is basically it kind of starts out with just a feeling I have about the character. I'll usually either I'll have a couple of names in mind or more commonly I'll have a general sense of the kind of name I want, and I'll first look for a name that fits the time and place in which they live. That's sort of number one. Like if you know, if they're if like an Irish character who's from Ireland, it's got to be a name that an Irish person would have, and it has to be a name that would actually fit them, you know, for the time period they're in interesting reaction I get sometimes to the name of Caitlin Sullivan, John's sister, is uh, Caitlin seems like a very modern name. And maybe it is, but in my research, it appeared to be a name that was pretty, went pretty far back. Um, it's kind of an all, it's just a variation of Catherine that was used in Irish culture. So I don't actually think it's that outside the realm of possibility for that time period. But in any case, that's a uh, that's usually where I start, time and place. And then I will go on a website. Actually, there's a really great website I love, and it's called fantasynamegenerator.com. And it's, I mean, it's just really cool. Is I don't know who manages this site, but it's this open, it's this free site, and this guy basically has a board of just like hundreds of name generators, and some of them are by like country. You know, like there's, you know, there's the Spanish name generator, there's the Egyptian name generator, and then he has a whole board for like fantasy names, like Harry Potter name generator and Star Wars name generator. And then he's got like a whole other board for like naming your fantasy village, you know, so there's actually a lot of really cool um, different selections. And what it what it is, is you click a button for either male, female or neutral. And he gives you just 10 random names for that, whatever category you've selected. And I will often start there because it's just a really good way to just like get a few. And I will, I'll just jot down any that speak to me. So the next thing that happens is usually I kind of just go with my gut. I go with, I narrow it down to the names that seem to really fit the character and seem to really fit their personality. And that's really just a feeling. It's not really a science. But sometimes I'll get to where I can't really decide between one or two names. And so I kind of need a tiebreaker. And so in that case, what I'll do is I'll sort of research the meaning of the name to break the tie. Perfect example of this is uh, the character, the character Varlik Naim in Blood and Oak. When I was coming up with his name, I actually had a couple in mind that were sort of in the running. But what ultimately decided it for me is when I looked up the 
meaning of the word naim, it actually means peace. And I think that that really fit because it's actually, there are reasons why it fits his origin, which you will learn if you read Wolves Will Eat. But it's also ironic as well, because obviously he's not on a mission of peace. He's not, he's the complete opposite of that. But it just really fit. It fit the story of the character. And anyway, I don't place too much value, though, on the meaning of the name, truthfully. And I think because that really is a little too clever by half. You know, if you if you always name characters because their name means something that's pertinent to the character, I think that's a kind of melodramatic way to approach it. So, no, it's uh, the short answer is it's mostly just a feeling, a gut feeling. And so when I told her that, she's like, "Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, time and place that makes sense." And, and uh, so I just told her, "I'm like, when you're naming your customer, your character, I just go with your gut." You know, what feels right. And then, of course, I had to tell her about how I was writing this fantasy story a while ago. And I came up with the name of the main character and I named him Brayden. And I told my really good friend uh, about who's a very uh, he's a very opinionated fellow writer. And he's very he's got a very sharp wit. And uh, when I told him, yeah, his name is Brayden, he's like, no, you can't name your character Brayden. This is a sort of medieval fantasy world that this character was in. And I'm like, why can't I name him Brayden? Because Brayden is the name of a bratty 10-year-old kid. (laughs) So I was going to, I think I was going to stick with that name anyway. But I started writing Blood and Oak, and that was that, so. So if you've ever wondered how I came up with naming my characters, that answers the question. And it also gives you an idea if you're trying to come up with a name for a fictional character or, I don't know, naming your kid. Name your kid Naeem. It means peace. It's really cool. Yeah.